Hey, good morning, and welcome to Drawing for Tattooers. I'm your host, James Wisdom. Um, and also, you know, welcome to Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Community. Um, this is where uh, tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are all encouraged to join in these live stream and real world events. Um, we wish to share, inspire, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Morning, Amber. Good morning. I'm just reading these announcements right now. So, um, yeah, no welcome. Worries. Yeah, welcome. Um, well, we beam out nearly every single day. And with your help, we've become a quality network of live and on-demand art uh, shows. Um, we've all been receiving rave reviews. So uh, you can find out more at uh, reinventingthetattoo.com. So uh, that's my cue. Like to, I like to share the screen. Best point. Uh, like this. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Right. Reinventingthetattoo.com. Hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah. You can uh, find Reinventing the Tattoo, uh, the app, on all of the uh, app stores. Apple App Store, Google Play Store. Um, you can also find us on our YouTube channel, uh, Facebook page, and uh, there's a Roku channel as well. Um, you can also find us on all the major podcast directories, Apple and Spotify. Uh, but no matter where you are watching us live or on demand, you can always find the latest and greatest right here at reinventingthetattoo.com. So uh, we have a number of weekly stable shows. Um, you can find them here in Reinventing the Tattoo. Uh, on Sundays at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, we have the Skill Building Drawing Group, hosted by Jason Leeser. Always a good time. Um, on Mondays at 9 a.m., we have Drawing for Tattooers. That's this show. Yay. Um, that's followed uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. Let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple. At 9 p.m. on Mondays, uh, we have the subscribers exclusive drawing group. Um, so be sure to check that out. Uh, on Thursdays, we have the tattoo collecting 101 podcast hosted by Fawn Baker. And uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, oh, here I'm, I'm, I'm sharing the event schedule, event schedule, and check out and see what's, what's coming up. Um, so it looks like on Wednesdays, we've got uh, machines and magnetism. That's Tony Urbanic's machine building uh, um, seminar. And, and just jam session. It's very cool. So if you're into coil machines and stuff, um, I think it's, uh, it's actually very informative and, you know, it's also a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And then, uh, 1 PM, uh, we have the, uh, the tattoo now show on Wednesdays. So very cool. Oh yeah. 6 PM. That's the tattoo collecting one one. <laughs> that's Thursdays at six. It's always a fun show. It is fun. 
I like to have it on, uh, you know, I'm usually, you know, I'm working that, that day at that time. So it's nice to, it's nice to check in with them and see what they're, uh, what they're talking about. Um, so it's, uh, anyway, we've got lots of shows, so it'd be really cool if you uh, got a chance to check them out. And, you know, of course you could pop into them like this one. Um, but why don't we, uh, just take a moment and, uh, we'll thank some of our sponsors. Um, Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now is the uh, latest in professional development and management software. They have CRMs, mailing list updates, uh, as well as other tools to help you communicate more effectively with your clientele. So uh, let Tattoo Now help you take your business to the next level. Uh, ask for Gabe, and uh, he'll get you all hooked up. Um, so. Yeah, Tattoo Now is also an incredible portfolio website where you can find, uh, uh, you know, high resolution images of all sorts of tattoos, um, as well as up, you know, if you become uh, a member, you can also upload your own high resolution tattoos here. It's very cool. So, um, yeah, all kinds of content. Ah, there's the show. Excellent. So, um, TattooNow.com. Uh, check it out. Um, and I will, uh, also plug my website, tattooingwisdom.com. You can come here, you can learn more about me, um, as well as you can, uh, uh, you can fill out a consult page and get tattooed. So, um, I'm always working on it, work in progress. I'm updating stuff all the time, but, uh, but yeah, tattooingwisdom.com. Now oh, you can learn more about my paintings and stuff too. So, uh, so thank you. Um. And last but not least, uh, we just want to thank Guy Atchison for being the uh, founder and inspiration behind ReinventingTheTattoo.com. You can learn more about Guy Atchison at GuyAtchison.com, uh, where he has uh, galleries, about page, as well as custom coil machines, fine art prints, and original artwork as well. So, uh, very cool site, and uh, certainly encourage you to check out GuyAtchison.com. Um, yes, and so I think that's, uh, I think that's gonna do it. So, stop our share. Very cool. Um, yeah, so good morning, Amber. Good morning, Medusa. Thanks for coming. Good morning, guys. It's, uh, yeah, I know it's extra early for you, Medusa. So it's um, it's cool you could come. And daylight savings time just uh, just happened. Hit me uh, in the butt. <laughs> so it was uh, yeah, certainly certainly a challenge, right? To to make it on time to everything and to I don't know, kind of keep up that endurance. Uh, something that something that Gabe was talking about last week that I found, you know, it just resonated with me quite a bit. One of his core values, endurance, right? Especially in tattooing. Uh, it can be quite painful, you know, things you have to endure before you get to the pretty stuff. Um, and so I guess I've been I like- I think that's what makes getting tattooed therapeutic. What do you mean? I'd love, I'd love well, to hear 
in life, you go through painful stuff and it doesn't always end pretty. But in a tattoo, you know you're going to go through the painful stuff. You're still going to deal with all of those emotions that that physical pain brings up. But you know at the end, something beautiful is coming from it. I, that's the That would be the hope. <laughs> and that's the therapy be, of it. Yeah. No, I think that's great. You still got to go through the catharsis of all the pain, but something beautiful comes from it rather than just negativity. Right. Right. Yeah. I, um, well, I've seen, you know, like, uh, you know, all sorts of cover up opportunities that, you know, just <laughs> that, have, that have happened, made their way by the shop. Um, you know, somebody called in and they said to, in an emergency cover-up situation. It was an emergency, right? I've, uh, I've had an emergency cover-up situation <laughs> here too. Uh, but it was, um, you know, once we got a chance to talk about it, it um, my take on it is that it's an opportunity, right, for a new beginning, right? Uh, you know, you might end up with something that's, like, very cool rather than, uh, um, you know, I don't know. It's like, you know, you could just, uh, I've seen it before. You put like a tattoo, like a void stamp on, you know, on the cover up, something like yeah. that. Uh, really seems like that actually kind of brings more attention, right? To the, <laughs> to the cover yeah, It's not a cover <laughs> you know? up as much as a rework. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not talking badly about that strategy, but I'm just saying it's just sort of, it seems like it kind of, you know, almost, uh, it's like you can still see what's underneath there and it's like it's voided so it's like oh they so they really got you huh it's like <laughs> so it can be uh you know um it might be it might be counter to your, your and stuff you know so it's funny i guess but the comedic value of the void stamp though is priceless yes <laughs> I'm all about yep. funny tattoos. I Definitely love funny tattoos. It's uh yeah. And a void He's... stamp is a timelessly funny tattoo. Uh -huh. There's the old uh Norman Rockwell painting of the sailor getting tattooed. Uh I, yes, I love that painting. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh uh I'm gonna like pull it up here and see if I can. Ah yeah, yeah let's see it. <laughs> Maybe they'll let us see it. I don't know. Oh, terrible. Um, ah, images. Okay. Let's see if they'll see if they'll let me see if they'll let me share it. I don't know. Uh, That's the one where mm. yeah yeah. I'm so grateful that I've never liked anybody enough to have their name tattooed on me. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> yeah, but any cover ups? Does anybody have any cover ups? I got, I have one. I do. Yeah, cool. It's, uh, um, I have one that needs to be covered up. <laughs> it's yeah. not covered up yet, but it will be. It's not a name. It's just, uh, I was really, I was 
not even a tatter tot yet and thought I was hot shit and tried to do it myself and not in that spot. It's too much pain for me to cause my own cause myself. Yeah. Somebody covered, else has got to do that to me. <laughs> I covered up a super sick tribal dragon. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, not I covered it up. It covered up on me because when I was 19, sick, it, uh, wicked, sick, tight tribal dragons were were the thing cool (laughs) hell yeah no i think it's um it's a it is a moment in time and it has to be right like all your tattoos are that um and then even the cover-up part too it's you know it's like a maybe like if it if everything goes better than expected you might even forget you know like what you're covering up or you might like sort of forget the contours of it right you you may always retain the memory of like oh you know i had the tribal dragon <laughs> and then it had to get covered up uh but if the cover-up is so expertly done you may you may not even be able to perceive like where it was you know where it's located at where it kind of begins and where the new I love where ends. cover-ups are done like that yeah Sometimes they are, they're very effective. Sometimes they are clearly visible through, you know, and it's one of those things that's, um, you know, it's sort of an acceptance, right? Um, it is what it is, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I always love this painting. I think it's, uh, you know, of course it's very funny, um, but uh yeah, <laughs> cover-ups, right? <laughs> and that's a part of it, right? We can just, uh, you know, there's not even an attempt. You're not even going to try to cover it up. It's just, you no. know, like it's the void stamp. It's the strike through. And so, you know, we can we can go through and we can just see those. We can see those names clearly. But, but that's a part of, I think, our artistry that we have that capacity. We can do that for, you know, for our customers. Like, we might be able to... Um, Help give them a new, help give them a new start, right? Help give them a new beginning. Um, and so, but again, it would be, a, there'd, there'd be, a, you know, a lot of endurance that would be required to do it. I think that's a, you know, that's a part of the hurdle, right? To getting a really good cover up, uh, you know, is, is being determined, right? Having the dedication to, you know, to see it through. Um, it's going to be much larger. It's going to be much more complicated. And so, uh, Anyway, I just, <laughs> I thought it was, uh, I thought that was, uh, I don't know, just, I was, uh, I was talking about endurance, like I said, um, but thanks to Gabe Ripley, I thought it was, uh, uh, it's one of his core values that he talks about. So I thought it was, uh, I think it's, uh, it's certainly one that, you know, I, well, I the guy in that painting is definitely enduring. He still believes yeah. in love. Yeah, That's for sure. He's going to find it no matter how many times he's got to cross out a name. Right. Absolutely. The Ooh. only name I have on me is my mother's. And I, I have a fast rule. I'm not tattooing your girlfriend or your partner's name on you. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I believe in karma and I don't want my karma tied to what happens to your relationship and i think that that's i just it's always the death now 
soon as you got their name tattooed on you, it begins to end. I'll do it. Fuck yeah. it. Their body, their choice. If they love that much, then go for it. Yeah, no, uh, completely uncynically. I love love, so I do, you know. Yeah. I definitely. <laughs> oh, no, I won't. I'm completely is, cynical about love right now. You are right. 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 Yeah. A, I'm in a committed relationship with tattooing, and that's it. Nobody else comes first. <laughs> no, that's, um, I think that's, uh, you know, that's important, uh, too. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's, I think Salvador Dali said something like that, too. It's like, uh, you know, like you're, He's married to your to your painting, or you're married to your art, and you know you, you cheat on it with your wife, whatever you know, yeah. whatever. However it goes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> paraphrasing, but you know, uh, you know, apply apply that as you will. But I think to, uh, um, yeah, that risk, right, of getting the you know something symbolic name can't you know is so particularly symbolic um, that it really can't help but to uh um uh, yeah it really can't help but to sort of you know like you can't disassociate it from you know what it is uh what it meant um so if things things don't turn out the way you thought it could be very painful mm. um, but just reading the chats uh good morning creature um i got to meet creature nice creature came in got a tattoo I'll share that later. It was a, it was so awesome. It was it was great to meet Creature and Creature's gang. Um, so good morning. Oh yeah. Uh, and then also uh, Kyle Olson's in the chat. Hey Kyle, good morning. And uh, Kyle says welcome back, Amber. Yes. Thank you. So, Thank you very it. much. I appreciate that. I'm I'm good. Good. Yeah, we we were all worried uh, worried about you last week. You're in the hospital. Um, yeah, um, the kids brought home a respiratory infection, and I wound up getting it. And because I have respiratory issues in the first place, it wound up getting me. And I was like, "All right, I, I, chicken soup and Mucinex is not going to fix this. I got to go to the hospital and get something done." And they were like, "You're staying," and I'm like, "No, I'm not." And they're like, "Yeah, you are." I'm like, "I got shit to do." So they made me stay, and I, I got treated, and I'm a lot better. That's good. It's good that you feel doing like well I got. We had I feel like I got shot out into a parallel universe, though. Everything is just a little off. Yeah, trying to like. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm missing a week. And then daylight savings time hit me. I'm like, I'm already missing a week. Don't throw in another hour I'm missing. I'm yeah. already trying to figure out what day of the week it is and what <laughs> med schedule I'm on. Well, um, welcome back. Uh, you know, it is it is great to see you. And uh, yeah, you're looking great. And so I'm also Thank you know, you. Just glad you're glad you're out of the out of the hospital and you're. I'm feeling awesome. Getting getting, getting back into the back into the swing of it um yeah that's the i think that's a part of it what we're talking about you know having endurance, yeah, endurance getting back into the regular routine yeah i think it's something something for me i guess i i you know i always i always become you know 
pretty critical of myself. You know, it's like, oh, I, I should be, uh, I should be practicing my drawing more. You know, oh, I'm so lazy. I should be, you know, I should be doing all the following all my own advice that I, <laughs> that I sure like to give. But uh, you know, so I think when I, when that comes up for me, uh, I, um, well, I just I just get back to it. You know, that's uh, what my old drawing teacher used to always say when, you know, we'd take a break. He's like, break time's over. Let's get back to it. And so I think that's, uh, you know, that's just the thing that um, it really helps to, to pick yourself up, keep on going, even if, you know, even if you are you know, judging yourself to, you know, you could have done more, you could have done better. That criticism. Oh, yeah. I tried to go to the good. shop the day after I got out of the hospital, and then I wound up sleeping for two days because I overdid it. Because I thought, all right, I'm just going to jump right back into it. And I'm like, no, that is not the way to do it. Amber, you're going to have to accept the fact that naps are a part of your life for the next week or so. Good. No, I think that's good. You have to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Um, are you? implying that naps weren't a part of your life before no naps aren't a part are, aren't a regular part of my life because i have a tendency naps turn into tomorrow that i don't you say that like it's a bad thing it, if i lived alone it wouldn't be a bad thing gotcha. if it was just me you know if it was still just taking care of me and not having three animaniacs in my life it would be great I want to get take naps tattooed on my knuckles. That would be great. Yeah. Well, that could work. Um, naps are... Uh, I'm naps discovering them. They're right? a wonderful thing. What are you saying, Amber? Sorry, go ahead. I'm discovering naps. They're a wonderful thing. I just have to learn how to nap in moderation. Good. Yeah, good. It's good to know yourself. Figure out what works, you know. Um, yeah, I don't, uh, I think naps happened, right? <laughs> it's probably, yes. it is sort of, it just kind of happens, like, you know, when it's, you know, when, it's, when they're necessary, it, you know, if you've napped, then it was, must have been necessary, I suppose. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a scheduled one. Maybe that's a. Maybe that's not a bad idea. But it works. Yeah, schedule it. a siesta every day, just a power nap. Yeah, yeah. I gotta gotta schedule time for stuff. I gotta make time to do your nap, to do your practice, right? To do the daily, do the daily drawing stuff. Um, shit. I wish. <laughs> I wish I. You know was more dedicated to this but i think it's a process right it's a process of like you know forming these habits I, I have plenty of bad ones you know it was, <laughs> you, you know you can form them um so i value this drawing practice and i think that it's it's a habit worth forming even if right it's it can easily fall out of practice you can easily sort of let it go by the wayside other things take priority and you know you don't you don't always get to it. So these are the, that's what, that's what we're doing here. Trying to encourage you, right. To, yeah. to stick with it, right. To get back to it. 
Um, and so those are, uh, I think those are all really important. Um, well, let me see here. I, I want to share, ah, okay. So I want to share the tattoo I did. What creature? I saw that. Got a chance to see it? I love the colors. Thank you. Oh, that is cool. Thank you. Well, it was, uh, you know, it was a pleasure um, to get to meet Creature and to, to work on this tattoo. Um, so, so yeah, this was, uh, this is what we came up with. Uh, I, I drew this design and I drew it in, uh, one of the Monday night, uh, one of the Monday night, um, uh, drawing groups. Uh, Medusa's a part of it. You get to see Medusa and, um, uh, Kyle Olson's in there, Steve and Jesse, um, uh, Jason Leeser, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo even shows up from time to time. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a really great group. Uh, Monday nights, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. Certainly it's, uh, you know, I think it's, it's been a great practice. It's been a great yeah. thing for my drawings and my, you know, just my life really, I think. Um, yeah. Because you know, it's it's just one more opportunity, right? To to get with others, draw stuff, get some feedback, get some con constructive criticism, um, you know. And then the you know, so the result was I had a I had a design <laughs> that I was able to you know uh, find someone who who really loved it and wanted to get it, and so um, you know, I think it's uh, I think it's been a you know it's been a beautiful thing. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a lot of fun to do it. Really proud of the piece. Um, excited to see, uh, to see it healed up. Love to give it another pass. You know what I mean? Give it, give it one more. I always feel that pass. way about every tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would love to do that. I'd love so. to get back in there once it heals and tighten it back up. Mm hmm. Yeah, certainly. You can always do more with, uh, with another pass or two, right? You can always you can always give it a, a little bit more um, sort of care, attention. Um, but it's uh, it sure was um, it sure was a enjoyable, fun tattoo to do. It's always fun doing you know getting to do your own compositions as well. So that was yeah. uh, that was another another level of uh, of enjoyment and satisfaction. So, um, right. No, I think it was, uh, um, it was a lot of fun and thank you for, thank you for, uh, for letting me share that. Um, well, since, since you both are here, does anybody have any, uh, artwork or, or tattoos or anything they'd like to share? Love to see it. I don't exactly know what I did, but while I was in the hospital, I scribbled a whole bunch of colors on a piece of paper. Let me, uh, I mean, it really is just completely random and abstract. It's not anything big, but I couldn't stop doing it the whole time I was in the hospital. There's this uh, 
there's an area in it. So where you're, hold on, I'm trying to position that <laughs> hand, that hand that's moving. Yes. Okay, a little bit up, a little up with you. there, right there. No, down, down, up, in between. So it looks like this purple scribbly line over the white scribbly line and then the Aww. blue around it. So <laughs> that area <laughs> reminds me of like the paper cups from like the 90s. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. And over here, it's a little bit reptar and yeah. it, like, it just looks like something that should I'm, have. I'm, I'm getting some starry night vibes. Yeah, a little bit. But they yeah. had me on, you know, they had me on so many steroids while I was in the hospital that they were giving me stuff to calm me down to. Uh, I had I was on steroids when I had shingles. That that's no fun. Yeah, because I have anxiety. I just have borderline anxiety to live it. So pumping me full of steroids is really going to give me anxiety. So they were you know sedating me a little bit while I was in there, and so I had some really weird, colorful dreams, and this is kind of what came out of the cocktail. That's that's really interesting. I like seeing how uh, your situation, which is pretty traumatic, um, came out in a, a way that you could place colors down. Yeah. To like relay that state of being that you were in. That's really cool. It, it The only way I, I could translate it was in colors because I couldn't... Im images weren't going to work. Yeah. Because there were no words behind it. It was very much all emotion and, you know, weird, weird, vivid dreams. Yeah. That that's I can't even articulate. Yeah. That's definitely a good example about of how art can be very therapeutic and how working with colors can be therapeutic and all of that. Thank you for sharing it. That is so cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I, I don't even know what gave me the forethought to go grab your art bag if you're going to the hospital. It's, it's just it was a good thought to have. Yeah, the bag I, I'm like paper, pens, pencils, just give me, let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Plus I got I, uh... to advertise that I'm a tattooer to everybody that came into my room. So Hopefully you'll get some clients. Yeah. yeah. I gave out my card quite a few times, so we'll see. All right. I I have a piece I want to share that's a work in progress. Let's see it. Oh, oh God, it's me. Oh, wow. Well, I'm working on this. Piece. You know what? My camera is not that great, but um, I've been using color pencil and layering and blending, and this is what I got so far. That's gorgeous. Thanks. Really I'm playing with um, greens. Yeah, like uh, trying to make it look uh, like these might be like, I don't know, emeralds. Some sort of green, glassy stone. 
And mm-hmm. the rest, I don't know, Jade. Whatever. Uh, just totally ornamental stuff. Jade. I like it. Yeah, there's uh, more penciled in around here, but I haven't colored it in yet. So these spiky things are not just uh, standalone things. But uh, yeah, that's what I got. It's gorgeous. Yes, yeah, stunning. Um, what do you? Sorry, right, so you're you're working with greens. What are you learning about greens, or what can you you know like what are you? What are you coming so up with this? Monochromatic is that the term that I'm for this one kind of one cup kind of no not really um I am what I am learning the hard way is distinguishing the difference between warmer greens and cooler greens and trying to match them up um because I'm not just each color is not like like this area right here and this area right here, those aren't just one shade of green. I've done different layers with the color pencils to like blend together. And I've been realizing that uh, not all greens blend together very well because some are more cooler, some are warmer. And um, sometimes you lay down the green on the paper that is just slightly the wrong Green means, yeah, is the wrong temperature, and uh, then you gotta gotta figure out how to work around that. Uh, but yeah, no, um, figuring out the difference between warmer greens and cooler greens has definitely um, been a challenge. I like to, I want to learn more about color temperatures, and I know that green typically is a cooler color, but within the whole scale of green i know that there are different variants so i wanted to work with all of those and hopefully um that'll give me some more knowledge on um that subject color thermometer theory (laughs) color thermometer color theory (laughs) (laughs) i think so. so just because of the way you were phrasing it, I don't, so I don't think I would call that monochromatic. I think the scheme, the scheme that you were using is, uh, would be analogous. That'd be the word for it. Like, so it's. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Analogous. You're going from like, you know, there's a, there's a range of greens all the way from say, you know, blue green to yellow green and, you know, and everything in between there. Um, so, uh, that, that's clearly you're doing it. It's, like with Zoom, we don't get real great like resolution all the time. I don't think you know, especially from the cameras. But it it comes across. You know what I mean? I think you could see the um, the temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, analogous anal glass. <laughs> yeah, that exactly that. Um, but also, there's certain. Uh, there are certainly like sort of degrees of intensity as well. Like, you know, there's some greens, they seem more intense, you know, and there's some greens that seem like uh, they may be even less, uh, uh, more neutralized. So. 
Yeah. Well, another thing that I have also learned, um, because I'm working with uh, Faber-Castell Goldfaber pencils, don't trust the colors on the end of the tips. Don't yeah, trust no. it. <laughs> you have to just like pencil it out on a scratch paper first. Gotta test it. Yeah. yeah. Nah, the, the little color indicator, not correct at all for most of them. I found that to be similar on their markers as well. I haven't tried their markers. Uh, other than that, also though, I'm really liking the Faber Castell color pencils. They're the they're not the polychromos, which are the oil based ones. These are the wax based ones, but I'm I'm loving them, and they're way more affordable than Prismacolor. So that's my product yeah. review. That's a good tip. Something good to remember. Um, mm -hmm. Well, if you know, if you really are, if you're really into expensive ones, there was, <laughs> there was a at the old art store I used to go to. They had this uh, they had a display case of the brand name is Crayon de Arche, so uh, you know it's French brand or whatever, but it's like very beautiful pencils, right? So you get up and you know you could like try them out and stuff, and but they were to my to my my recollection, they were quite a bit more you know expensive than any of the other options <laughs> so um but yeah you got to get you you have to have the right i think uh uh product you know the right the right product will give you you know the the good quality can can go a lot further than you know something that's more affordable sometimes um, yeah sometimes with a premium you know you can get a uh, you can get something exceptional um but there's no reason why you shouldn't try try as many different things as you can um that way you'll know you'll know what works for you um you'll know what's going to be effective for the particular you know thing that you're doing um, i also wouldn't suggest giving up on the cheaper brands sure. because they still oh, no. have their purpose i don't think most people know but a secret between y'all and everybody seeing this now my highest selling print the original was made with crayola watercolors then that little panel thing that you give to first graders. Ah. Use that, and I have not made more money off of any of my paintings than the prints I sold with that one. Nice. Thanks, I love Crayola watercolors. <laughs> yeah. I'm, They're I'm so bad. But you can still use them. The There's no light fastness, though. No, but they have this jelly quality that regular watercolors doesn't have that I really like the way it lays into a good expensive paper. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Not all watercolor paper is created equal. I'm talking about, you know, the quality of yours, you know, some watercolor paper is just made of pressed pulp and the good watercolor paper is 100% cotton. I can't afford the 100% cotton all the time, which is why I make tiny paintings, because I will use every scrap of watercolor paper I have. I love tiny paintings. Sometimes they're just fun. 
Um, yeah. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're incredibly intimate and like a, you know, sort of such a beautiful object, you know, you can just mm-hmm. you know, this little tiny thing. And, I like making collages out of them later. Certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, excellent, all excellent points. And I think that the only way that you would know, right, is through experience. You have to try it. Exactly. You have to, you have to do and you have to try it. Um, and so, yeah, using your medium, you know, um, being, uh, being experimental, I think it's, it's an important part of, you know, any art practice. Um, but of course, you know, there is always our work. There's the work that, you know, that we're going to do. And I think, um, you know, something that you experiment with could emerge and become this, you know, something that you call your work. But then there's the work that you do every day. And, and I think for, you know, in those instances, um, having a process, you know, kind of sticking with, with it, being determined, um, being decisive, right? And then, you know, again, endurance, right? Sticking with it um, to the end. I think that's, uh, uh, those are all elements, right? Elements to, to being able to do, uh, be a professional do something, um, you know, uh, consistently enough. Um, right. Thank you both so much for sharing your artwork with us. Uh, really was, um, it's wonderful to see what you're working on. And then also, you know, like, uh, just getting to, just getting to share in each other's work, I think is, um, is just really, uh, it's really like a, an incredible thing. Community, right? Yeah. Um, right. So, uh, well, I have some, um, I have some drawing exercises that, uh, you know, I'd like to just kind of run through. These are things that I feel like, um, again, they are, they are really challenging, even though, you know, they're very simple. They're very, you know, sort of straightforward, but, um, but they can be, I think, I think they can lead to, you know, to, to greater muscle memory. They can lead to sort of more insights whenever it is that you want to, you know, develop a concept into a more sort of, you know, concrete realization of whatever it is that you're, that you're really wanting to, uh, to see in the world, like, uh, you know, image wise. Um, so again, it's, I think celebrating our experimentation and, feeling free enough to, to sketch and to, you know, to be experimental. Um, so crucial, you know, and engage in it. Um, and then of course have some practice, do a few things that, you know, they're challenging. They can also be, um, you know, frustrating in certain respects, but, um, and so, you know, it's okay to, it's okay to, to, to draw messy, right? To practice and to, you know, to, to do things that are going to be, uh, um, you know, they're not so precious. That's right. It's not so perfect. Um, you can save that stress for your work time. Right. But, um, but yeah, let me, uh, share my, share my screen. 
maybe. But I did share it. Please. It says okay. you started sharing it. There we go. There you can see. All right, very cool. All right, so. All right, so, um, you know, again, I think you can, you know, you can, you can practice things for, uh, you know, as long as you like. Um, I always think, you know, like a couple minutes, two, three minutes of doing anything is, is actually, you know, you know, a little, little while. <laughs> it actually can be quite a while if you are, uh, you know, uh, you know, really focusing on it and just sort of, you know, trying to practice your, uh, trying your best to sort of to practice. Um, right. So again, I will, uh, <laughs> I will, uh, you know, preface all of this with its, you know, with its simplicity, really, I think there's a, there's a real simplicity to, um, to doing this. All right. So that is start off with just some, doing some vertical lines, right? So up and down, again, a little bit different on a, you know, on a tablet, but, uh, I think these are, but just sort of trying to give yourself a vertical line. Ugh. <laughs> terrible <laughs> right but um again it's sort of like i think for me uh, as i talk through it what I, the things i'm thinking about <laughs> i know i know it's like try to do it it's, yeah. it's hard maybe you know some people probably are more natural with it than others um but the yeah. the thought would be to sort of focus your breathing so you know, so you're, you're not like hyperventilating in the middle of pulling this line. Right. And then for, in this particular exercise, it's more, I like to think of it as being more about like using your arm, right. Using the shoulder, using, you know, your chest, even, you know, all the way down to your, oh, down to your leg. Hey, good morning, Elise. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry. Morning. Am, am I late? Sorry, daylight savings time has uh, <laughs> messed me up. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's great to have you. Thanks for coming. Cool. We're just um, I'm making vertical lines poorly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. Anyway, <laughs> wait. Well, you you were an art teacher before you're a tattooist, right? I was a tattooist before I was a art teacher and then now I'm full-time tattooing again and doing a, doing this weekly show. Mm. I hope, I hope we're, I hope we're all learning and growing together. Definitely. Uh. Yeah. We're making the most riveting uh, content available right now. But uh, riveting. But I hope, <laughs> this is the meat well, of you know, I hope you're giving it a try. I mean, like, I if, am. if you're, if you are, you know, uh, if you are watching this and you can draw like a ruler, you know, you're just like the human ruler or something, then awesome. <laughs> then. 
I don't know what you can I'm do. I'm just thinking, I don't. fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I'm drawing all these lines and I'm like, okay, that one's okay. <laughs> I'm seriously trying to go through my brushes and find one that doesn't have stabilization on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because I drew one, I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. And I'm like, oh. I cheated. Yeah, I did. I was like, I don't know why they're struggling. I'm so good at this. Mine, mine's showing. Mine's showing the uh, the the character, right? The character of my line work. So, uh, hey, uh, my line work's got some character, all right. Terrible. Terrible. Character is Gonzo. It, suck, it just sucks to find out that I'm not actually good at lines. That was the stabilization. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna keep quiet. I'm not gonna be a bad asshole, but like my lines are perfect. Good. <laughs> now they're not. Well, um, okay. So fun with vertical lines, right? Next, let's try some horizontal ones. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah and you know what i mean it's like it's even more difficult right if you're you know if you're you pick your arm up and you are using your using your shoulder right to draw with it might even get tired and so you know especially i know a lot of times you know it's almost the tendency to just to get all tight you know and to to just be all cramped Again, Aww. there's going to be a lot of versatility and utility, right? With using, you know, just the jurisdiction of your wrist, right? Just, you know, almost, you know, just really kind of flexing at the wrist and doing quite a bit of your drawing. And we're all going to do that. But this is a part of, uh, you know, the exercise part of it, right? Like, give it a try. I, you know, seriously, it's, uh, you know, give it a shot. Pick up that arm and, and really try to. Try to pull a line horizontally. And then also I think would be, you know, uh, something that's really useful to practice, right, is, uh, is your breathing, right, is to sort of to focus on that. Um, you know, and also take notice of where you're looking, right? Where is it that you're looking? Are you looking at what you've already done or are you looking, you know, ahead? I think it's probably, it's probably best to, Sort of keep your eyes on the road, as it were. Eh. So exhale as you're, as you're like, you know, you're pulling your line rather than like trying to breathe in the middle of it, right? That's going to throw off your rhythm. It's going to throw off your body, but inhale and then. exhale out you know and then just simply by doing it you might start to notice some tendencies like ah it looks like a you know a bobble it at the end or you know i sort of you know pick up my you know picking up my arm a little bit over here that sort of a thing um this might be a good thing to know what's the speed right that that you that you make this at can you do a is a quick one just so much better? A little bit wavy, right? Should be very slow. 
I definitely found a truthful uh, <laughs> found a truthful pin now. Excellent. That's good, <laughs> right? It's good to <laughs> don't make all my other brushes are liars. <laughs> I it caught the laugh when <laughs> you made me laugh <laughs> in the line. Yep. I like switching between digital and analog and like double tapping my paper. Sure. And just be like, oh no. <laughs> Are you finding I've that tried. you're more effective at one the versus the other? Is one better? Um I <laughs> I still do both for various reasons. Like I like to sketch out um my ideas digitally um but the final piece I'll usually do analog because I just like the feel of the materials I'm better at it that way I like the looks of it like color pencil watercolor you know all of that I just feel like you can't really duplicate that digitally but I also saved like 50 sheets of paper every time I sketch out the roughs digitally. So it's yeah. like being yeah. able to do thumbnails big. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I don't, the furthest I go with digital is like doing line work, but everything else has to be analog. I don't like painting digitally. I don't, like coloring digitally I don't like the way it looks and I'm not good at it <laughs> it lacks an organic quality you know what I mean like it just it lacks a hand mm. not that digital art isn't very pretty it, it is I think for you know people who can do it because I can't do it oh. I certainly can't do it when I got no, my first efficiency whatsoever, but I don't I... get the same satisfaction when I do things digitally as I do when I do the analog. Mm. So when I first got an iPad, the main purpose was simply was really to um, I got an iPad for art so that I could sketch out my roughs and not go through just piles and piles of paper and have scrap paper everywhere. Mm. And so that I could skate, save all of my sketches and everything without having to create like huge Tupperware bins just full of papers and notebooks. I, uh, that's the whole reason I got an iPad to begin with. Um, and it's, pretty it stayed pretty consistent throughout the years i still do i like to do the final products analog and i do all the sketching and roughs digital i think that's all uh very logical probably you know probably a good way to think of it um right i'm so now i'm i'm working on drawing some diagonal lines diagonally I would you know so I would 
the way I would sort of phrase it would be just anything that's not vertical or horizontal, right, would be a, have a diagonal character to it. Um, something that, something that we notice, um, visually speaking, vertical lines, horizontal lines, they're very static. So, and they, they almost move the eye in a, you know, in a, at a particular pace, whereas diagonal line is it's much more dynamic and it's you know sort of exciting and it moves the eye at a much you know much quicker uh a much quicker rate so these are just sort of things that i you know uh just mentioned and um again there may be you know uh a lot so in tattooing terms you know tattoo design terms um you think about vertical and horizontal lines of the body as being like the anti-flow, right? It's sort of what, you know, you can, you can sort of think about it. It's not, uh, you know, it's, this is linear. This is a linear characteristic where, again, if you have something that curves or something that's a diagonal, um, you know, you might be coming closer to, you know, something that's much more flowy. So, uh, or flowing. And so anyway, uh, yeah. So just sort of thinking about, uh, Getting that, getting that arm movement, get pick that arm up, give it a try. You know what I mean? Might as well give it a shot. You, uh, you never know. Um, again, you're gonna, you're gonna draw with your wrist a lot. And there is something really great, I think, about the, again, the jurisdiction of, of your hand movements, right? What can be done? Um, so work with that as well. But it, you know, for this particular exercise, we're gonna try to. Gonna move the arm around a little bit. Practice those diagonals. Mine are kind of emanating from one point. You can have them going all over the place, I suppose. But um, but this in this particular instance, uh, my diagonals are turning into arches real quick. Yeah, like <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> like I just as you said it. Yeah, mine too. Um, yeah. Again, I think there's all sorts of things that you can think about. Breath control, where are you looking, right? These sorts of things. Obviously, if you, you, know, you want things to be mechanically precise, you know, you use a ruler, right? But there's something, like I said, I think there's something valuable about that attempt practice muscle memory and stuff This is reminding me of back when I uh, I went to Montessori school. So we had like these things where we had to like trace cursive letters. 
and I'm terrible at cursive. <laughs> what kind so of school? Is, I went to Montessori school. So it's, um, I forget what the, it, it, it was started by some man, like something, something Montessori. His last name was Montessori. And he believed that children weren't meant to learn behind desks. Um, so basically it was a bunch of grades all in one room. And while there was kind of like, they would give us directions, um, they'd be like, oh, we're learning math today. It would be kind of like up to us, um, like what we gravitated to, to study. Um, and we would have more like, the benchmarks were more open than like A, B, C, D, and F. We didn't get grades. Um, and it was more about how you progressed as opposed to pass or fail. Sounds like it was designed more for finding out what your natural aptitude towards. Right. Rather right. than trying to push you into a mold of this is what you have to learn and this is what you have to excel at. Yeah. There's so a liberal arts college in my hometown called Evergreen. And that is pretty much exactly how that college is run. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sounds like a fun time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pay a lot of money to go to college to make up your own curriculum and not have a real grade sheet to transfer to other colleges. Oh, well, I can see how that could be a. Uh... Good and bad. A little problematic when you're older, but that yeah. actually sounds really cool for uh, younger children. Yeah. So I was in that up until like the, the third grade and then fourth grade, I was uh, put into regular school. Oh. That is really cool. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I had, no. hadn't heard of that before. Yeah. Right. I think I got one line that's actually straight. <laughs> well, then that's a victory, I think. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that there's one. All right, so I am drawing an elliptical shape. <laughs> let's say, let's let's imagine it's elliptical for for our exercise purposes. And so um, this exercise, uh, I, like, I, I like to think of it, you know, it's, it's almost like a hatching, but, you know, perhaps you could think of it almost more like a cross contour. So I'll start with an elliptical shape. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of different shapes you could use for this, I think. Um, but anyway, start there, go a little, a little finer of a tip. Uh, and then I like to draw like an S shape across the form and then make those parallel to each other. Um, I think again, it's like, uh, well, it's practice. But in a way, you're also thinking about this as a volume rather than a flat shape. I feel like you, you know, I feel like you could sort of, you know, you could elicit that sense, or certainly it could be something that's, you know, like that you're thinking about as you're as you're making it. 
that you're kind of going over the, across the contour. The contour being this outside edge and then across it, right? Um, and again, you could just, you know, you could also just go across it, right? Maybe like with, a, with an arched line, a curved line or something, but, um, but you know, just sort of, like I said, just sort of practicing the, the movement, right? What if you want to have this flowing line go the other way? I think okay, pushing, nice. pulling, sort of practicing different, you know, those different approaches are, um, it can be uh, useful. Now it looks kind of like that egg building in uh, London. Yeah. I think too, you know, if you wanted to sort of, you know, if you wanted to start giving it some some value, some render, you could, you know, add more of them to one particular side. Start thinking about this like a cross hatching, right? To develop uh, this rendering, but keeping it organized, right? It's not it's not chaotic and going everywhere. You're... Who the fuck is printing off my printer? Oh. Oh, sorry. Is your printer communicating with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Well, you know, I think this, the, you know, the, the, um, a part of the a part of the practice here with this one would be to again, like, just sort of develop that that muscle memory for smooth flowing lines. <laughs> look at my circle. Don't look at it. Don't laugh. At, don't laugh at my drawing. Um, it's more circular than mine. Well, uh, yeah, even my, my lips is more like a, a potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a striped potato. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Oh, so Kyle's in the chat. Oh, uh, none your business is in the chat. Hey, none your business. Should we be drawing with our wrist or our shoulder? So. I think if you're uh, if you're for these particular exercises, I'm encouraging you to use the shoulder, right? To use, you know, think about all the muscles you have in your, you know, well, let's let's take your your, you know, that are running through your wrist, through your carpal tunnel, right? 
got all these fine muscles that really control the all the dexterity in your fingers. Again, you know, I think that you're going to get a lot of a lot of, you know, beautiful movement and motion through here. Probably just being unreflective and just, you know, just like just you know, cranking your wrist back and forth could be damaging. Right? It could lead to it could lead to damage, right? You could hurt yourself, especially like prolonged and like you know, excessive, right? Um, so let's contrast that with all of the muscles in your in your arm, your 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 deltoid, right? Your, your like your shoulder muscle, your pectoralis, your chest muscles, right? Your your muscles in your back, and so all of that compares, right? You got you got really big muscles in in the rest of your arm and your in your in your body. So if you you know we practice it, we're moving around. It's a good thing to practice. So again, you're going to use your wrist, right? You're going to draw things. You're going to practice it. But with these with these exercises, it can be really useful, I think, to sort of to use the shoulder, pick it up. Um, so again, creature answers. Uh, yeah, you're welcome, Nanya. Business. Um, creature creature commented. I practice both. Exactly. I want to practice both things, but of course. Um, you know, be mindful, right? Think about what it is that you're, what it is you're going for. And that could be very, I think, uh, could be really, you know, helpful and effective. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so this is the, this is the show that, you know, that I'm responsible for. And here's what my drawings look like. <laughs> it's a drawing themed show, you know. I hope this makes it accessible and less like, precious you know i'm serious like if we're gonna you know we're gonna do a tattoo we've gotta do what it takes to make a clean line right to make it to make it beautiful pristine smooth crisp right whatever it is you need it to be um but in this instance right i think what we're trying to do is we're trying to just you know we're just moving you know we're just exercising right? we're doing drawing exercises so anyways um lower stakes yes so again i think you can you can do this uh this cross contour stuff you know on any kind of object or you know well it can turns it turns it like into an object a little bit i feel like you know so this circle two-dimensionally uh, but then as soon as we start to sort of go across it it starts to a little bit more three-dimensional Yeah. Um, you know, and of you know, of course, you know, just sort of practically, uh, I I run into trouble with it, you know. So I won't I won't say that it's like you know it's totally foolproof. Um, and sometimes I, you know sometimes eyeballing this is you know is better, I suppose. But uh, you know, if you were to if you were to use this. Um, as a as a grid that you laid out, you know, if you wanted to draw, you know, you wanted to draw scales or something like that, or a, you know, for a dragon.
sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes it can be really challenging to keep all of the, all of your scales aligned and stuff. So forgive how poorly that sort of looks, but, um, uh, you know, it's, um, sometimes we can use all the help we can get, you know, so, mm -hmm. but yeah. I do love the, you know, this the scale pattern. I think it's um, so evocative of tattoos more generally. You know, a lot of, you know, can use it for birds and dragons and fish. And <laughs> you know, like anything, you could stick that, you know, you stick that pattern on it. And it's just like, it's cool as fuck. And, you know, it's like, looks like tattoo but again it's kind of like you know how do you keep it organized how do you align it with things sometimes i find like doing this sort of cross contour around a, a, a form right turning this two-dimensional thing into something more formful this is a practical application that you know that you might find helpful again you know you'll run into a complicated spot where it's really challenging to sort of continue this grid and you might have to eyeball it you know and sometimes the you know really beautiful tattoos they do that you know what i mean um but so i you know i find that this can be uh i find that this can be helpful you know as far as a you know just an application of this uh like what is what is it we're practicing here you know what is it that you could actually do with it and you know it's one thing particularly but again the thought is um you know for these exercises you're moving your arm right you're you're relating your body movements right your wrist is a part of your body obviously but you know it can be Maybe, you know, maybe we're like, you're very well connected, <laughs> you know, and if, and if you, if you go to use your arm to do some drawing or something like that, you may find that, uh, it's not, not quite so well connected. Um, so getting more acquainted with yourself might be something that you find valuable. Um, right. So, uh, these have been, um, these have been really a lot of fun to, you know, to just to have, have a good time, of course, just practice. Right. Um, and then, you know, once you're warmed up and you're loosened up, you may want to grab a, you know, just a, a regular old object or a reference, you know, a photographic reference of something, try to sketch it out. I feel like that's a good way to learn about the world around us and to be able to be able to draw from your imagination. Right, have that bank of experiences that you had where you where you draw objects, you draw complicated things. Helps you learn how to express what it is that you have in your imagination to get it out on paper, get it out digitally, whatever the case may be. Maybe even write about it. So um well uh I'm hoping to continue with, uh, you know, with more drawing exercises next week, as well as, um, you know, continue our conversation. Color theory has been like something we've been talking about lately, and uh, it was really great to see, uh, 
to see artworks today and to, you know, to, to chit chat about tattoos. Um, and so I'm, you know, I, uh, I really enjoyed um, today's show and I really had, uh, really appreciate everybody in the chat. Thanks chat. Yeah. Thanks creature. Uh, yeah. Thanks, and again, thank you. thanks everybody in the chat. Yeah. Thanks chat. It really is, uh, you know, couldn't do it with, uh, without all of you. Right. It's what makes it, um, it's what makes it what it is. So, well, uh, I have a quick question. Why don't we do some sign offs oh. and we'll wrap it up for today. Um, Elise, could we start with you? Yeah. Hi, I'm Elise. I was accidentally late today because Chicago still does uh, daylight savings time and I'm completely <laughs> discombobulated. Um, but uh, I am a 3D modeling artist um, and I'm going to be graduating in five weeks. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can find me at uh, Elise Marl Visuals on Instagram and ArtStation. That's <laughs> no, it's excellent. Thank you so much for coming. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I, I just saw something um, that you made and it was, um, do you have a, do you have a picture of it? I don't know if you could share it with us. It was the, it was, um, it was something that you crocheted, I believe. And it was like, oh, a, like a diamond. Yeah. And, I have it on my iPad, I think. I love crochet. Yeah, it's a blanket I'm working on. Here we go. Nice. Yeah. So it's a it's a ten point star, and uh, I really like it because it's one of those patterns where you don't really have to. Um, it's not like you have to like be reading the pattern as you're doing it. You kind of just have to follow like a couple of rules, and it goes like around and around. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. But yeah, so uh, I'm working on that, and that'll probably be my uh, my passion project for the next couple of months. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it. It's uh, it, yeah. yeah, it's but it's more it's more complex than you let on. I'm, <laughs> doesn't doesn't make sense to me. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, I'm in awe. But, but yeah, thank you, thank you. So much. Yeah, seriously, Medusa, will you uh, will you give us your sign off, please? Yes. Hi. Morning. Um, I'm Medusa. You can find me at medusaslays.com. Thank you. Thank you. Really, um, really enjoyed getting a chance to see your, uh, your newest colored pencil rendering. It is, uh, really beautiful. Um, so, uh, and also, you know, your insights into, you know, materials that you're using. Um, uh, yeah, it really, it's, um, I think it really is a benefit to all of us. And so I just, you know, thanks again for sharing it. And uh, thanks for coming. Um, it's really, really incredible work. So thank, thank you. you. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Amber. Welcome Good morning. Back. Thank yeah. you. Let's have your sign off. All right, I'm Amber, Amber Morgane. You can find me on all social media platforms under Amber Morgane, and that's where I be. Well, um, it's, uh, again, it's so uh, so great that you were able to, you know, to, to be well and be back with us. Um, yeah. 
I appreciate everybody's well wishes that trust me, they helped a lot while I was stuck in there. Well, I also uh, just wanted to, to mention, you know, your beautiful drawing that you shared with us as well. It was, it was really quite psychedelic, I think, in many respects. Yes, I, I agree. A lot of the dreaming I've been doing is very much not, it's just psychedelic colors. Well, so that's yeah. what's been coming out on paper. Trippy. Um, yeah, and I liked, uh, I liked, I liked Medusa's reference to the, to the 90s cups. I thought that was. Yeah, that little light <laughs> blue and purple too. swirl. Yeah. Uh, what a Dixie cups. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the thinking the same thing. So anyway, um, but it was, uh, you know, I think that's, uh, um, there's really something to it. So keep, keep making them. They're very cool. And, um, you know, again, it was like just a, just a pleasure to see it. And Thank so you. I appreciate it. I think I got a couple more in there. Cool. Yeah. That's a series. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you never know. You may like maybe use that as a study and do something else with it. Maybe it's a thing unto itself. You know what I mean? So uh, mm, it's, it's definitely an avenue somewhere. Cool. Um, well, thank you again for coming. Uh, thanks again for sharing and for participating. It was very, very cool. Um, yeah. And uh, again, thanks to the chat was a uh, super duper, you know what I mean? I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad everybody that could make it, uh, you know, was able to make it and, um, uh, yeah, thanks creature for the cool tattoo. We, uh, you know, um, I got to share that and that was, uh, you know, so, so also just a very great experience. Um, I'm James Wisdom. You can uh, find me at, uh, Instagram tattooing wisdom and my website tattooingwisdom.com. Uh, this has been Drawing for Tattooers. Uh, you can catch us uh, next week, um, 9 a.m. Eastern. And then, of course, uh, you know, um, let me see. I'm going to... Uh, this? Yeah. I'm going to share that you can also, uh, can also see... One more second. One more. One more second, gang. <laughs> I got the second got time's the charm. Mm-hmm. Did I say one second? Uh, <laughs> I I meant um. Whatever. All right. Well, uh, can't do it. So um, I was just gonna tell you all. Uh, if you're coming to Hell City, uh, please come to the reinventing the tattoo table. Um. We're going to be doing uh, lots and lots of shows, uh, but we're going to have this show. Um, it's uh, going to be on Saturday, May 20th at uh, 11 a.m. So we're going to stream live from Hell City, and uh, it'll be great to see you there. So, um, so again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, make sure to hit the like and subscribe. And, uh, you know, happy tattooing, right? Happy drawing, and uh, we'll see you all next stream. Bye.